happy Monday! First Monday of 2018, like a month in. Yeah, first, first Monday of the Snakes Cast in 2018. Yes, hello everybody, and uh, welcome back to the Snakes Cast, or maybe we should be saying to you, welcome the Snakes Cast back to you again. Sorry it's been a little while. We had a few unforeseen circumstances at the beginning of the year that delayed our recording schedule, but here we are, we're back! I'm David. I'm Emily. Jonathan's not here right now, uh, but he's coming back. But here we are, ready to bring you some board gamey goodness for your Monday. Absolutely. Because and what else would anybody want to do on a Monday? I don't know. Sleep. Nothing else I can think of. Yeah, maybe sleep, I guess. But no, board games for me. Today we're going to be talking about games that revolve around a murder mystery theme. But we're specifically staying away from anything supernatural. There seems to be a lot of board games that involve people being murdered or murdering people. Um, it's it's a big big theme, but they tend to kind of stuff it into everything. You know, you can get murders in space, murders in fantasy lands, you know, canon or otherwise. No, we're talking about mur- uh, the sense of like almost the dinner table murder mystery here. Yeah, like old school, you know, Hercule Poirot, mustache twirling. Absolutely. Pipe smoking, you know detectives being brought in and making declarations in the living room with everyone sitting quietly sobbing to themselves. Because goodness knows they can't say anything that's actually revelatory unless everybody is present. Naturally. Right. No sense of drama. Quite. Starting with another podcast that I think everybody on the entire planet has heard about, (laughs) if not heard, um, called Serial. Yeah. From then, it really sort of like snowballed. I mean, people have always been interested in murder mysteries. I mean, Sherlock Holmes, yep. all of Agatha Christie's protagonists, like people have always been interested in murder, but recently it's really sort of come to a head. I mean, there's been Serial, there's been Making a Murderer on Netflix. I listen to a podcast called Law, uh, which does much the same thing. It has a lot of fantastical elements to it, but every now and then it will do an episode on a, a folklore case of uh, a serial killer or something like that, or an, a, a strange happening and it is. There's there's a macabre interest, I think, especially in things that are you know far enough in the past not to be sensitive topics. Uh, and there are there are some truly bizarre stories out there, and I think that's part of the interest is hearing these stories of how did this even happen? It's almost fantastical in and of itself, even though it's based in real life. Well, and talking of sort of uh, real life scenarios as much as one can, uh, the first game we're going to talk about is possibly not the one that came to your mind when you heard the theme of this episode. Just keeping you on your toes. Right. But it's a game called Dark Stories Real Crime Edition. Now tell us what this is. So Dark Stories is a game that is loosely a tabletop game. It's really sort of more of a thought experiment, 20 questions sort of thing, Mm -hmm. where you've got these cards and each card has a little sort of like blurb about a scenario that happened and then there's like a solution to the scenario so one of them was spoilers i guess the (laughs) only one that i can remember was something about yeah you know like romeo and juliet are found in a in a locked room locked from the inside dead surrounded by water and broken glass with their like house cat in the room like what happened, like who murdered Romeo and Juliet. And the whole thing is that Romeo and Juliet were fish in a goldfish bowl and the cat knocked it over. So it's stuff like that. And the idea is that you'd have like the scenario on the one side. So the whole bit about what happened to Romeo and Juliet. And then one player reads that 
and they also have the solution but then every other player gets to ask them questions about like what happened like yes or no questions you know 20 questions right. style um, and you can play it looser or stricter with the amount of questions you can ask but the gist of it is you're trying to figure out what this mystery is and the real crimes one is almost entirely I think murders I think there are probably some robberies in other sorts of crimes but it's all based on like true to life stories and like anecdotes mm-hmm. about what happened so it's very sort of like pure sort of like satisfaction in solving the crime but also and they're very- all they, they fall into that fantastical thing we were just talking about of mm-hmm. those bizarre stories of the scenarios that they've found to include in this box are so strange. So and they're, they're strange. almost as... I mean, there was one in the non-real crime one about a guy was found halfway up a mountain in a block of ice with his trombone. How did he get there or something? Mm-hmm. And they, these real crime ones are that wacky. They are so... that You wonder how on earth this was a real thing. But it was. Mm-hmm. And, and if what you like about murder mysteries is that how did that ever happen in real life like how did anyone ever do that strange of a thing this will scratch that itch for you there's like not ton of like procedural satisfaction but there is content satisfaction and then we'd be remiss if we did this episode without mentioning tim curry yeah clue uh, (laughs) which i think is the thing that everybody would have thought of or or as i know it cluedo because that's what it was called yeah it is it is the 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 murder mystery game right Absolutely. like everyone's played clue well and what percentage of the customers that we have coming into the cafe will come up to us and say hey can i play clue like it's one of those games that is a known quantity and which people are excited to see mm-hmm. because it's familiar yeah and it's fun it's fun to have the satisfaction of solving a puzzle like that you yeah. know like even if a lot of it is you know luck or not People love Clue for a reason, you know? Like, at the time, it really was the only game that did that sort of thing, and now there are many, many more you can play, so you don't have to play Clue if you don't want to, but Clue's great. It's, it really sort of, like, gets you immersed in that old-school detective stories where, yeah, they get everybody, you know, in the lounge, and they, yeah. you know, the, someone's, there's a corpse hiding in the closet that gets dramatically revealed, and puts flour outside people's doors to catch their footprints when they sneak out of bed in the middle of the night, that sort of thing. Like, it really sort of, like, gets you into that vibe, mm. which I really like. And it's, an, I mean, I'm sure everybody that's listening has probably played this, but the idea is that you are trying to identify the person who committed the murder that the game is based around and where they did it and the object that they used as the weapon. Uh, Those three things, one card representing each, are put into an envelope and sealed away at the beginning of the game. And as you move around, you make um, suggestions as to what may have happened. And you'll say something like, I think it was Miss Scarlet in the library with the candlestick. And if anyone, going around the table in order, if anyone has one of those cards, they choose one of them and reveal it to you so that you know that that cannot be the case. Mm -hmm. So if I see Miss Scarlet uh, revealed by a player, I know that Miss Scarlet cannot possibly be the murderer. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, scratch that one off and on we go. Uh, And you do that until somebody eventually makes the correct accusation and they win the game. I think that the, the things that really make Clue work are the little individual sheets of paper you get to use yeah. i think that i don't think that clue would be as successful if they expected you to take your own notes no and i think it was one of the first games to really sort of like encourage you to keep track of information in a very right. well organized chart that they provide for you well in games like this almost require it there's uh, sleuth as well which mm-hmm. is finding out who uh, which gems have been stolen from a, a house uh, which obviously isn't murder but it's it's a it's a, a seminal kind of detective game uh, and it's got that same premise 
of you cross stuff off as you disprove it so that you can gradually narrow things down. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think it made it accessible to everybody where it made a a form of taking notes that anyone could understand, Mm -hmm. access very, very quickly, Mm -hmm. and you don't hit that problem of, I'm trying to take notes, but I don't really know what to write. Yeah, and like my turn is growing, like gradually getting closer to being done, and people are frustrated with me because I'm taking so long. Yeah. You just, uh, I saw Miss Scarlet put a cross in her yeah. box. It's not her. Move yeah. on. Uh, the other thing that I think makes Clue incredibly popular and successful is the tiny little murder weapons. <laughs> you know, like, I think, I don't think, I'm convinced that Clue would have never gone as successful if it didn't have a tiny little metal candlestick and a tiny little metal knife and a tiny little metal wrench, right? Yeah. There's knives, I think wrenches. That's tr- it's true. I think components are often overlooked mm. uh, the, the, the importance of components I don't th- I don't think they're critical to a game but a game that has good components is going to catch the eye because I think they're representative they make something easy to understand and they're awesome to play with mm-hmm that's all we've got time for today, um, but trust me, there are so many more murder mystery games and detective games out there, oh, yeah. and we're going to talk about so many, because so many are so good. Uh, so come back on Wednesday, where we're going to talk about stuff that's a little bit more complicated, mm-hmm. but not too complicated, just a little. Yeah, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.